0: second episode of shut up and listen small town stories with sarah and renee
1: so yeah we're here again thanks if you're a repeat listener we appreciate it and so today we're going to do something a little different as we talked about in our last episode we have a guest with us today
0: look at you rolling right along i'm all about getting it done today let's do this have you done this before just once how about you I do vaguely recall doing it once before, it's like in the distant past, but it'll come back to you. It's gonna be okay. I hope so. Sometimes I'm a little slow on the uptake. Oh, I have
1: very much I have a lot of confidence in you, or you're gonna be just fine. It's been a week it has it has
0: been a week, but it's getting better because, like you said, doing something a little different today, mm-hmm. bringing a guest in. Our first official podcast guest. Yes. We have someone joining us on the couch. And we thought it only appropriate that it be the mayor of Fostoria, Eric Keckler. The honorable Eric Keckler.
2: Well, I can't tell you what an honor it is for me to be here <laughs> on this uh, podcast that you can put together. It's just a red letter day.
1: Don't feel... It is. And don't feel pressured that you're our very first guest.
2: No. No pressure. <laughs> no, pressure. <laughs> no, pressure no pressure at all. No pressure. Believe me. No. Uh, it is just such an honor. I'm oh, telling thank you. you, I can't even can't even explain what an honor this is.
0: Really, because you've looked uncomfortably at the microphone a couple times already. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of that, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yes. Just pretend it isn't there.
2: Uh, yes, I'm pre- we talk. I'm pretending I'm not here at the moment. <laughs> uh,
0: we talk on a practically a daily basis, mm-hmm. and we're just going to consider this another one of those conversations. It's just right. a conversation. First. Maybe people don't know anything about you. I don't know. You are a pretty shy guy. So do you want to provide our listeners any kind of a background on you, how long you've been doing this, what you did before you were mayor?
2: Well, I'd be happy to do that. Wonderful. That's great. So yeah, I was born uh, here in Fostoria. And uh seems like yesterday. Um <laughs> I graduated from Hope high school. And while I was in school, at the age of 16, I started to work as a a dispatcher with the city of Fostoria, So, mm. um, And then I worked for 30 and a half years for the city in all kinds of different functions from street department foreman and cemetery and the parks and the water plant and uh, retired actually in 2008. Took a little break, played some golf. As you know, I was a professional golfer, <laughs> only in the fact that they were still paying me and I was playing golf, so that counts, right? It
1: sure. does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And then um, after several years of that, looked around at landscape and thought maybe I could help a little bit because I've, in those 30 and a half years, I did a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good training for a job like being the mayor, and ran for that 2011 and was elected, and now I'm in my eleventh year.
0: Okay. That's a long time as mayor.
2: It's it is quite a long time, and and if you you know go ahead and do the math, it's about forty years in city city type service business. of some yes. kind. What's you a little said, break in the middle? Yeah,
1: you said you felt like all of the different roles you played had kind of prepared you, and you thought you could you know step into the role of the mayor. I'm sure it did, as far as like the physical um, operations of the city. Do you feel like you were fully prepared and really knew what you were walking into when you were elected mayor?
2: Uh, I I had a a really good idea that I I knew how every department is supposed to be run, Mm -hmm. what function each one of them served to the city, and and some of the things that were missing, but to walk into that room the first day, um, sitting on the other side of the desk, was, uh, I don't know that you're ever really prepared for that. Mm -hmm. But my background did help me an awful lot in problem solving, but then... You had the whole other side of it where, and so I set out on this quest to meet all the, our state representatives, try to get foster really connected to state level, county level, make friends with county commissioners so everybody knew who we were. Because I always felt like we were uh, everybody's little brother Mm -hmm. because we're the second, biggest city in each one of the counties that we're in and so I always felt that there was maybe not enough attention to us so it, I made it my business to make sure that we that everybody knew who we were I think we're pretty successful at that
0: I was just going to say mm-hmm. that I think you've been very successful yeah. at I, that because
2: we you know just about every one of our state reps uh, is in my phone <laughs> and I can call them <laughs> up and they pick up the phone when I call them and uh, the state senators that we have have been, you know, really great for us to work with. So they, they pick up the phone, they call me, ask me sometimes what we need. So I think that is a pretty big deal for a city our size that's not really a county seat.
1: What, I guess, over the past, it probably it's not the past 11 years, but I think in that, those initial couple of years, what's been your biggest surprise in serving as the mayor that maybe you never thought you'd have to address? Pick one. I'm sure there's.
2: Uh, Yeah, there was a whole lot. But early on, I tried to be at you know every every meeting of different in the different counties. And at some point, you have to really because there's just one of me Mm -hmm. limit those times where I go out of the city to be at a meeting. Which ones were important? Which ones weren't? Because that was you know one of my main goals was to be connected to everybody, but. You just can't physically do that.
1: And I will say you get a lot of positive feedback about how you attend so many local things. And I think I have to commend you on that because that takes a tremendous amount of time and a tremendous amount of energy. And what I think I've seen looking from the outside is when you're in public office like you are and you're out and you live in the community and you grocery shop in the community, you attend events in the community you're never off duty. I think we've been yeah. in enough events together that people aren't afraid to approach you anywhere at any time. And it's not always positive feedback. And yeah. that's got to be really hard to navigate at times. Yeah, it's,
2: it's it's a lot. It takes a little longer to get through the Kroger store than probably your average person when they shop. Because I will stop and talk to somebody about a, a problem. But then I usually will... You know, send myself an email with that question so that I so that I can remember everything that we talked about, and then address it the next day or later when when someone an organization throws an event of some any any kind of thing that it was important to show that the city supported them in their efforts, and so I'll make an effort to to go to just about everything that I get invited to you know we're a fairly big town but what still that small town feel that people need to feel like their organization is important to mm-hmm. to the community and so yeah I try to go to I try to go to all those functions and uh, and you know be positive about what they're trying to do.
0: Can I ask a question now Sarah? Sorry okay. I have you know kind of done some <laughs> prep in my brain. I'm sorry I just had to ask. <laughs> Please Renee, it's your turn to speak. Go ahead. Thank you so much. So I have had the privilege of working with you as the grants writer and in economic development since I think you'd been in office less than a year when I started over here. Yep. And we have worked on a variety of different projects and with a variety of different companies, etc. in that 10 plus years. What would be something that you would say you are it's in your top three proudest things you've accomplished since you've become mayor.
2: The deal when um, we ended up with that brownfield out at the old uh, Tyson Krupp.
0: The old Atlas. And,
2: and then ended up with a company coming here uh, from, from Korea. It was <laughs> yep. the first time they built anything outside of their country. And to come here with confidence that, you know, and help to yeah hope to be part of building that
0: that was huge that so was, was a big big for the community that was my first economic development mm-hmm. project in this role
2: yeah and that was such a big get it really was
0: it was huge for us yep. yep as a community
2: yep it was but you know right now to watch everything that has the downtown start to to come back to life yep and you know all the interest, all the buzz of new bu- new businesses of all kinds coming downtown, where you can go and buy gifts if you want to. Yeah. At the, at you know you have Jenna's. Uh, Beyond, laser laser Beyond laser creations. Mm-hmm. And the thistle exchange, and mm-hmm. then we just had that ribbon cutting for the urban market so there's
1: clothing in downtown again Yeah, and
2: you still have kaminsky's that you know long time stalwart thing. oh yes and so many different gifts that they have there yeah and then everything is starting to build off of that with uh, with what mike and tiffany are doing with the brewery mm-hmm. and and you know we we know there's a coffee shop coming yes and, you know dell's has been here for since what 80 something years yes and a long time. So there, I, I don't think, I think that if you've lived here a long time, you were part of uh, the boom days when we had all those automotive factories, and some you know some things went away. You're not recognizing the things that are coming back, mm-hmm. and it's different than it was before. But it's still pretty cool what's going on downtown mm-hmm. and in, in the whole community. There is. So there's so So you're missing so much. out if you're not paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. Because there are a lot of really interesting uh, industries that have come here mm-hmm. and the long-time ones that are growing. And and now the stuff that's starting to happen in downtown with retail, if you're not paying attention, you're missing out. You really are.
0: Well, that leads me to my next question. What motivates you to continue? Because you give 110% every day. Yeah. And there is so much going on. But what motivates you to continue?
2: With these wins that we, that we get from all the, you know, all the hard work that people don't realize is put into, into all, making all these things happen. And the groundwork that we laid through the years when, when we did have a little bit of a downturn and now we're having the uptick, mm-hmm. and you want to be part of that. Everybody wants to win, mm-hmm. and everybody wants a bad yep. winner. Yeah. And we're, we're winning, and there's no doubt about it now. And I want to be part of helping to keep us winning.
0: Well, I have to say from an economic development standpoint, and I think I speak for the Chamber as well, you have always been tremendously supportive of anything that we've been doing. And I think between Sarah, myself, you as mayor, I think the partnerships that we've created uh, speak very highly about the community as a whole.
1: I would absolutely agree. Yeah. Thanks for speaking for me, but I 100% well,
2: agree. No big, problem. That's the big thing I think that that may have been missing for a while is the partnership between us not at our end of our street and, and everything you guys are doing here and the connection of how that all works together to make to make us win Mm -hmm. is, is not always recognized and it doesn't always happen everywhere. And it's happening here because of these partnerships that, that we have between us, but then reaching out to everybody in the state who can help us and do help us Mm -hmm. because we've built relationships with all of those state representatives and different organizations that you reached out to. It's, it's huge for us. And, you know, for years we've been trying to figure out how how to get uh, things like county line paved. And we got that done. And there's a big project next year uh, in that mid-block area, getting that stuff paved. And the following year, doing Lytle Street from mid-block out to 23 south to, to the city limits. These things will all just make it better and better and better. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that before. But it's in our plans we we know there's a timeline from ODOT when those things are going to happen and we are actively participating in that so more and more good things are coming that's it and we've we've laid that groundwork to make it happen
0: and i love our state reps our state senators and all of our partners at the state level but i think we would be remiss if we didn't give some shout outs to some of our local organizations Yes. You know, like our Tree yeah. and Beautification Committee, mm-hmm. the Fostoria Garden, Garden Club, Club, you know, the yeah. Arts Council. We have so many great local organizations that have really just stepped up on so many levels. And they're such advocates for the community, and they're doing so much.
2: And all that stuff just makes that community pride.
0: Now, we're going to bring some representatives from the Garden Club on at a future date, so don't steal their funding I okay? will not, but I,
2: I, just, I can't say enough about the things mm-hmm. that... That they have done it, and and not discounting any of the others, but um, those those projects that they did a lot of it directly through having um, those farmers markets where yeah, they yep. raise the funds and then pick a project every year, and then we would work together to to do a new new spot at one of the entrances to the city. It nah. it just makes a huge difference when people drive through here; they they see these things and mm-hmm. and they feel like we're you know we're doing good things here.
1: They see those things and they see the garden club ladies and people in the community actively working in the beds. I've had so many people comment on that. It's great to see all these people volunteering and, and working on these beautification projects. And I think what I love most about the garden club, well, the ladies are fabulous and they have their meetings here. So it's always a very exciting day and they're just a fun group. Um, but I love that they they go out and they see things that could be improved and they take the initiative and raise the funds to make it happen. I think that's that's tremendous for us. I love the initiative that they take, and they're so passionate about making a difference.
2: Well, because they're so active, and they're, and they're having such a, a positive impact, and people are seeing it, their club is growing like crazy.
1: They are the largest garden club <laughs> in the state are. of Ohio, I believe. Is that correct? I believe that is correct. Because they've won some awards. But again, we're stealing their thunder. We we're are going to have to like we push to. that. weight yes, Don't steal their thunder. But it's back
2: to that same thing. Everybody wants a bag of winter. And they are doing such great things, people want to be part of what they're doing.
0: Success breeds success. As a disclaimer, there are a number of wonderful organizations in this community. We cannot list them all at this time, (laughs) but there are (laughs) dozens. And we will touch on all of them to the best of our abilities in upcoming podcasts. We don't want to take away from any other organization. Great Thank disclaimer you. because
1: yes. we do have so many sure. and we sure. do Thanks for protecting
0: sure. us there because we'll get messages that we left
1: I, them out and it's not personal. We promise we think you're fabulous.
2: But so you guys have, have sung my praises, but getting Renee in here in this position and then getting the buy-in from our longtime business leaders to buy into the things that we're trying to get accomplished and then bringing Sarah back here because we were together. You were we the street did. supervisor was, when I was the yes, chamber director it before. Like a lifetime ago. Yes. See,
1: we both came back. We've <laughs> we all came
2: back.
1: We've all aged so much. <laughs> gracefully. So gracefully.
2: But having you guys here with the energy that you bring and then the buying that you bring from all of your members just is what makes all this stuff happen.
0: Well, I say it all comes back to partnerships and mm-hmm. relationships. Yep. Absolutely. And I agree. We can't thank you enough for your continued partnership and we really appreciate you coming on this podcast um you hey, have for me. you I have stopped looking uncomfortably at the yeah.
1: microphone you have really yes. become at ease thank you for that we're, sure, we, no we said we wouldn't you know attack you in any way didn't want you to we, feel threatened and if,
2: I, and if i were if i were a tree i'd be a palm tree i just thought i'd throw oh. it out there i know you didn't ask me that we didn't ask we did we, i was we, waiting for that
0: yes we Should did we, we do a it it we quick question <laughs> rapid fire question what's time what's your favorite food what's your favorite color what do you want to be when you grow up we can <laughs> we can do this dance
2: well, I always wanted to be a cowboy when I was a kid, but that Ooh. didn't work out for me.
0: Um oh, I'm sorry. Who didn't want to be a cowboy uh, that, as a kid?
2: Exactly. Um, oddly, purple is my favorite color.
0: Oh, and Renee is wearing purple today. <gasps>
2: <gasps> totally unplanned.
0: I did not know your favorite color was purple. True. There we
2: go. Um, What's your favorite food? Uh, do I have a favorite food? You are mm. kind of a foodie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I kind of come and go on, on some of those things because I've been experimenting with my Instant Pot, and I made some Ooh. carne asada last week. But, um, you know, I made... You're so fancy. Uh, that's the way I am.
1: You know, you the can feed Renee and I an anytime. <laughs> yeah, well, mm-hmm.
2: maybe, we'll, maybe we can have mm-hmm. a, a different podcast where we make our favorite dish out of it.
1: No, you can bring us the food, okay. and we'll taste it. Fair on. Enough. We'll just Fair taste enough. it and Fair critique enough. you via podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really hungry right now. Can you tell
2: we don't want me to be hangry. No, we no. do. None of us want that.
0: No, it can be entertaining. Is there anything? Any final thoughts that you would like to share with our, our listeners?
2: I think the big thing is that you know we are all working together mm-hmm. just to have a really positive influence on where this community is going, and we'll continue that as long as I'm here because I'm mm-hmm. excited about winning. -hmm. And I want to make this city the best that it can be with what we, you know, with the resources that we have. And again, I think we're winning.
1: I know we are.
0: We are. We're going to keep winning. Yep. We're going to keep winning. Yep. So, again, thank you for your time today. I'm sure everyone will just love hearing what you have to say. You know, Sarah and I have spent the last half hour looking at you adoringly yeah, yes, as you have spoken. And you know what? When he
1: introduced himself, he didn't go on and on about what's your zodiac sign? What do you like to do? I mean, last podcast, that's Renee true. disclosed it, she's an Aquarius and likes walks on away. the beach. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, so he's good. a Libra that Very would be good. a palm tree if he was a tree. I that's like it. it. We've learned so much
1: today. I didn't have a, These are the hard hitting issues. We want to know those you. So I couldn't. We couldn't address that. We had to go back to those people very need, important facts. People need to
2: know these things.
1: Yes. It's very important. Well, it makes you so much more relatable. Wow,
2: well, I feel good about that. I know. That. I
1: mean, VW is such a big deal and got so excited when we said deal. you were coming on. But, you know, we all, you know, you're just a normal guy doing the best you can.
2: That's it. There
0: you go.
2: And I wander around the town aimlessly sometimes. <laughs> but otherwise we have
0: seen you I think it's time to wrap this this up (laughs) so um, we just on behalf of Sarah who is laughing uncontrollably I'm cackling in the corner as usual thank you so much for listening and uh, we look forward to our next episode in a couple weeks so yes so thanks for tuning in to shut up and listen
1: small town stories with Sarah and Renee